Hello, Husky Nation. Welcome to this week's episode of On Second Thought. I am your host, Kayla Olin, here with Sports Illustrated's Husky Navy channel. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike Martin. And we have a pretty interesting topic. We're going from a swing of kind of off-season to transitioning to a little bit of workouts, everything like that. We're seeing some offers being put out. We're also seeing kids enter the transfer portal and find new homes. That's kind of what this is going to be about is that transfer portal, how it affects Washington, how it affects recruiting classes and everything in between. Mike, your first reaction to kind of how Washington has played this transfer transfer portal this season. Well, the thing that I like that they have done is they use the transfer portal to fortify they didn't just go out because a receiver left. They didn't just go out and grab a receiver. They kind of went out and looked for maybe a need down the road a year. Um, Ty Jones uh, would be a senior-ish. Who knows what, what with how things are going to shake out with eligibility for all this COVID stuff. But he hit the road, and so they brought in uh, they brought in Polk. They also brought in a quarterback because Jacob Sermon left, but Jordan Chin also left. So if you look at what the Huskies did by bringing in a defensive end, I think that they used the transfer portal to get better and not just fill a, a, a wide receiver allocated roster spot. You brought up a great point. And we were kind of talking a little bit about this off camera in terms of you don't really need to kind of build an outstanding number one overall recruiting class because you can now transfer. We kind of saw that say with LSU with Joe Burrows, he comes in, wins a national title. And you brought up the great idea, not really an idea, but the fact that schools like Oregon State don't need to be the top recruiting class in the Pac-12 to be competitive. Right. They can easily. Now, this is something that, that has always been a problem for Washington is their academic standards are so high that at least under coach Pete, he wasn't really looking to go out there into the transfer portal, but Jimmy Lake, you know, with, with the free transfers right now uh, and immediate eligibility, uh, they've, they've done that with, with a team like Oregon state though, they can regularly go out there and, uh, and get better. They can have a smaller recruiting class. They can fill up their spots and they can find different ways to uh, entice players to come because uh, they've added, they added Gebbia, they added Trey Lowe. They've added a lot of other players to that team and, and they have been become competitive a lot quicker than I think a lot of people had them on schedule for. And, and I think that next season, we're going to kind of see, you know, how how uh, how they utilize the transfer portal to actually really kind of take two steps forward rather than just a maturation, get better personnel wise. So kind of question for you, we kind of talked about Oregon State a little bit because, yes, they grew exponentially better. It's no longer a 64 to zero guaranteed win anymore for Washington. But WSU, they really utilized that transfer portal with all of their quarterbacks. That's what kept them competitive, what really kept them in a lot of games. And so would you say Washington is maybe a little bit behind on utilizing that transfer portal, not really seeing a lot of it with Chris Peterson? And if so, had they used it sooner, 
do you think they would have done better in recent seasons? You know, it's, it's, I, I like that they have used it when they have used it because they have built, they have gone out and they've found guys, they've brought them through the program in, in, uh, and they've gotten to know these kids. They've really uh, built them. And we're seeing a guy like Edifon be rewarded for really sacrificing rather than rewarding a guy that, that used to be at Alabama and now he's a superstar. He, he, you're going to have him for a season, but Edifon, you're going to have a couple of seasons out of him. And, and so I don't think that it's a, that they have misused it, but I think that they have to be ready to use it because it's, it's happening. It's a reality. You, you can, you, and I don't think Jimmy Lake is saying this, but you can't just say that, you know, we want our guys to be committed uh, and stick to it no matter what. Well, that's not the reality of the transfer portal. The transfer portal is there to give kids an opportunity. And now it gives uh, it sort of levels the playing field for downstream teams. No, no offense, Beaver fans, but teams like Oregon state and Washington state where they can bring in guys and, you know, build their roster uh, from, from without and from within. So we have really touched a lot on the stars matter. We've had that conversation. We've talked about kids, little stars, no stars, five stars, everything in between. And it's been a huge debate, especially I would say within Husky Nation a lot, not really pulling in some five-star in-state kids, but getting a lot of four stars, three stars and developing. So kind of really wrapping this up a little bit, because we could talk about this for a long time. All of a sudden, how is that either A, working or not working in terms of who they're offering, who they're giving walk-on scholarships to? And then really, should we even worry about those first rankings, say, for this 2022 season, 2023? Because like you said, everything is constantly changing. Tyler Shuff for Oregon, you know, is now in Texas Tech, and he was a big part of why they were ranked so high. Well, and, and the thing, uh, uh, you know, you, you brought up a great point that, you know, there was some pressure on him because I think the team felt like they underperformed. They didn't get all of what they thought were, they were going to get out of Shaw. And it was a lot of the things that, that we talked about on a weekly basis. Uh, they dodged bullets uh, during the season. But I think that, that maybe the more salient point here is that, do recruiting rankings matter anymore? They're not going to matter as much. Uh, you know, you're going to have you're going to have Alabama. You're going to win a national title. You're going to win the transfer portal. You're going to win the recruiting class. That is going to happen. But when you can get guys, build a better quality team from the transfer portal and develop guys. You know, you're going to see a more competitive conference. Uh, you're going to see the the actual rankings that everybody likes to win a natty on uh, in in February uh, with with recruiting, and that's just not the way it's going to be anymore. Um, and it's it's going to it's going to really, I think, eventually level the playing field and make a college football playoff more of 
a reality because now the talent is going to be spread further and wider. And I think that this is another step in that direction for the college football playoff. Mike, you sum that up really, really well in terms of that's kind of getting to that step of that college football playoff. That's becoming the standard. It's something that really levels that playing field. Like you said, we see high talented recruits drop off. We see under-recruited players excel. And that's kind of the MO of Washington developing and starting to kind of bring in those high ranked players as well as utilizing that transfer portal. So how big will all of this shake out with Washington specifically? Only time will tell. What do you think about the transfer portal and how it affects Washington's recruiting class? Go ahead and let us know in the comments. Also, don't forget to stay tuned because we have a great conversation, kind of a little bit about the transfer portal and Jimmy Lake coming up a little bit later. You can check it out at si.com slash college slash Washington. Until next time, I'm Kayla Olin. He's Mike Martin. Go dogs. Go dogs.